0: It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing podcast. I'm Stuart Roy, Whiffin, Uh Sitting opposite me today is...
1: Or oh, me Raver
0: <laughs> It's Vesela, uh Sailor, Chris Glasson. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've,
0: you've gone 89 Raver with the T-shirt, yet yeah. you've gone Hipster Sailor with the hat.
1: Yeah, and the beard yeah. is just a, a, ZZ, a little bit as easy. Yeah.
0: top. If, if I knocked on the door of a lighthouse and you opened it, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: You wouldn't bat nah. your eyelids.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, oh, he looks like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Just uh just nip up here and uh, put me trousers off. No time to explain. Be like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> all right. He stinks a sardine.
0: Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well we're gonna um just get the uh pleasantries out of the way. And firstly, I hope you're all doing okay. If this is your first time mm-hmm. listening to Hardcore Listing podcast, um we don't gem- well, we do generally start with that kind of nonsense discussing um fishy smelling private areas. Um but what we do is um, we pick a subject, uh, and sometimes the listener picks subjects. And generally, we, we we have guests. Sometimes we don't. And Chris and I will count down a to top five of the chosen subject. We will let you know what that subject is shortly once we have thanked our sponsors. Chris, do you want to kick things off there?
1: Yes, let's say word up uh, aptly because egg fried our streetwear um, sponsors. Produce streetwear. It's hip hop influence, skate, and punk influence. It's really cool. Um, the products that you buy from those guys, you can get a discount using the code egg salad. And they do a range of t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, caps, handmade denim for your for your eyes. And they they're quite prolific. They've turned around their, their garments quite quickly as well. So there's always some nice fresh stuff in there. Wonderfully, wonderfully illustrated as well. So, I would recommend them highly. Absolutely.
0: Um, if you're um, missing the pub in lockdown, fear not. Um, you may well have heard the episode that Chris and I done where we um, oh. got very drunk yeah. with Charles um, a couple of weeks ago. So, what you can do there is he has a business called love beer.co.uk. And on that business, he, um, well he, well he can install a bar in your house or or generally anywhere he 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 builds bespoke bars um, but what he also does um is curates amazing collections of um of beers and stouts and IPAs and yeah all sorts so um and what he does is he'll deliver them to your front door as well or yeah like sometimes by hand sometimes by post it depends where you live so if you head over uh, to love uk and put in discount code LBHCLP, you can save yourself some pennies on getting delicious beer delivered to your front door.
1: Yeah, and and the, the the selection he's got that was from our from our podcast is is available, and it was incredible. It's probably the best five that he sent us so far. If you want to have a night with uh, your
0: you know with your mate or, or whoever you're in your bubble with, you you know your your partner to sit down and split them five beers from a star to an IPA to a sour to a IPA it's to a, a stat again like well a porter is it as he calls it. But porter, um yeah. Oh it, it was so well put together wasn't
1: it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. freaking lovely. Scrooby's picture still did something. Has he? Yeah. Mm. Word up. I
0: mean I don't think Charles will be able to deliver it to him.
1: Uh it's as a gift for someone. Oh right. Oh, that's nice of him.
0: <laughs> okay, today's um, podcast has been chosen by... Who is it chosen by, this one? Oh, no,
1: wait, 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 wait. You haven't shouted out our last sponsor. Oh, fuck's
0: sake. Do you know what? I'm trying to just kind of forget about him.
1: That is so... Luke from Bamboo Creative. <laughs> Let me tell you how wonderful Luke is. Luke not only runs a company that works with... Uh, so he runs a media company where they film, they do photography, and they edit wonderful media for a wide range of companies uh, including Children in Need and the Katie Piper Foundation amongst many many others. We've got Luke coming on soon um, because he's going to do, it's only a Patron special, he's going to do his top five sort of people that he's worked with and he says he can only go on Patreon because he'd probably get sued if he if it was up for general release because he's had some interesting situations with some celebrities. So um, we're looking forward to that. And Luke is uh, just uh, just one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. You reckon? Um, so I'm just... It's a sponsor. Oh, right. What Sorry. To say? Sorry. He's yeah, a I keep forgetting. Luke's a cunt. Right. right? Thank we're, you. On, on Let's just throw thoughts. that
0: out there. God's oh, God. sake. Climb out of his arse. The money's in the bank. <laughs> um, right. Um, and, I mean, if, if that... Teaser there that Chris just said in regards to what Luke's top five is going to be is not enough of a reason for you to go and support Hardcore Listing on Patreon. Um, Here's some more reasons. Uh, We put up a bespoke episode every week on Patreon, uh, and that episode... uh, Generally, we push the boundaries of what we can get away with a little bit more than what we do on the the, the, the general releases that everybody can hear for free. Um, also, if you support the podcast on Patreon, you get access to watch all of the episodes because we record them, so you can watch them if you want to see our ugly mugs. But what you also get is you get very, very exclusive access to, well, a back catalogue of probably about 250 episodes now that have never been released to the public, and you get to watch... The Distraction Pieces Drunk Cast videos, which have never been put out anywhere else. So you can watch Chris, myself, Pip, Brett Goldstein, Romesh Ranganathan getting very drunk, uh, and Chris getting told off by his mum, um, just as Chris was being a tough guy. Uh, and you can also um, watch the Drunk Cast with myself, Chris, Pip, and Jade Adams and Rich Jade. Wilson. Yeah. So loads of stuff uh, over on the Patreon, and, and and this is a labour of love what Chris and I do. So um, any support over there is really really appreciated, and it's a nice community. And what we also do is um, a monthly Zoom hangout episode. So you can all come and feature on the episode, have you say hang out, and it's it's a, it's a double edged sword, isn't it? We talk a load of nonsense, but then also. We get on the level and everyone checks in on each other and makes ev- make sure that everyone's doing okay.
1: really don't like that phrase that you keep... You said it on a few podcasts now. We get on the level. We get on the level, man. Just really getting on the level. <laughs> don't like All it. All right. There's no freedom of speech on this podcast. All right.
0: What, how should I phrase that, mate?
1: We have a Dm and m Deep and meaningful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you prick.
1: Um, you can get the link
0: to um, the Patreon... Uh, on, the web, uh, on the website, hardcorelisting.com, um, or you can just go to Patreon patreon.com forward slash hardcorelisting. Today's podcast, chosen by, was it Noel?
1: Oh, yeah, Noel. So, one of our patrons, Noel. Um, this is one Noel had shouted out last week, and we just, I think, flat out ignored. And then this week, we put a thing out. And it was there again. Mm. And interestingly, although we hadn't, hadn't done it last week, I'd, I'd already done my, my top five mm. for it. So um, Noel's top five is top five dance scenes from movies. Mm. Which is a fucking wonderful one. Yeah, it's a, it's a belt um, of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so who's going to start today? Who's, who's <sighs> on? Go on. Now, I'm not going to talk about this movie, but I am. So I am, I guess. But I'm just, this isn't my top five. This is just one that uh, I Magic right. Mike. Right, do you
0: know what? I know what you're going to do. It ain't even in my top five, but I guarantee it's Stu's number one.
1: What, Magic Mike? <laughs> no,
0: that's not in there. Uh,
1: so, so basically, Pip once said, oh, you should watch Magic Mike. I was like, I'm not watching a, sh- a film about male strippers. Anyway, I've got a girlfriend. Didn't really have much of a choice. Um, and thought it was quite good. And there was a, one of the dance scenes, and that was imp- imp- impressive. But my my actual number five is a sexy dance Just scene. Just
0: quickly, yeah. I reckon, and I'll guarantee it, oh, Pip's God. had a little go at trying to do that at home. I reckon he's plunked a chair oh. in the middle of his front room, shut the curtains, and I bet he's had a little go at that, because he loves that, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, I bet he's fucking brained his he's got a long body yeah. like a gecko slung on pony sprained, like that. yeah I bet he sprained something and then he couldn't do <laughs> a workout for a week and he was really angry <laughs> oh. Um. and yeah so mine is a sexy dance scene or supposed to be sexy attempts at sexy it's Jim in American Pie dancing for uh, Natalia in his bedroom great shout uh, <laughs> I just think that, as I think we discussed discussing the other day, like we, we, me, me and Mrs. Watch that the other day, and actually we're in hysterics, and we kind of have different um, senses of humor. Me and my girlfriend, mine's impeccable, um, Molly's is bad, and um, I think she would have it the other way, because um, she's constantly telling me that I'm not funny, and. Um, yeah, and, and, and we watched that, and we both found that movie funny. And it was it's quite close to the bone, as we've said. Things, some, some of the things on that we've moved on a little bit, maybe in things we would we, we would have as, as comedy and humour now. But that's okay. That's humans and that's society and culture uh, changing and evolving. Um, not always for the better, but, you know, many of the things that you might cringe at these days in that movie, you should, yeah, we wouldn't have him now. But I must say, when he's dancing for her, it's just hysterical he's awkward he's this pasty jewish lad just in his boxes like just trying to do a sexy dance and then when he's like slapping and pretending to like have sex it's just it's awful and genius and the fact that he knows that some of his friends are watching that while it's happening and but he also doesn't know that the wider audience of the entire college is watching it is uh, including blink 182 He's uh, pretty incredible. But what's
0: great about that is obviously he starts off really awkward. <laughs> super aware that his mates are watching him. Hmm. Really really feeling uncomfortable. But then the mood takes him, doesn't it? And he gets lost in it. Yeah. And that's the best yeah. bit. That kind of turning point where all of a sudden <laughs> he's just lost in his sexiness. He's fucking brilliant.
1: I think that whole scene is an analogy for me on the night out. Yeah. Start slow, end cringy. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> there you go, mate. What's your... What's well, your I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going
0: I'm, to... No, I'm going to start in a very, very similar kind of uh, area. Uh, and I'm going to talk about the dance scene uh, in the In Betweeners movie, um, where they're...
1: I can't remember this. Go on. You've got so, to mind, they're,
0: they're in Malia, or wherever they go on their lads' holiday, and... Uh, and the the girl offers them the discount, the free shot to go in the bar. So Jay instantly just thinks that the girl is in love with him. And uh, <laughs> and so they go down into this bar, which is completely empty. There's no one in it. Yeah. And the four of them are standing at the bar, like, you know, drinking fish bowls or whatever. And uh, and then four girls have got very similar characters to the four lads come in and sit down across the other side. And I, I, I think it might... One of them says, like, you know, we we need to dance our way over there. And I think Neil heads up. And Neil can dance, obviously. So Neil's kind of popping and locking across the dance floor. Oh, it's incredible. Uh, Simon is just doing this really (laughs) awkward shuffle that's just horrid. And then Will just does this (laughs) hilarious kind of, like, skip to the left, skip to the right. (laughs) Collectively, the three of them just going across that dance floor is one of the funniest things you will ever do. Until they kind of get to the girls, form a line, and then do this kind of even shitter routine. And uh, yeah, I, you know, big name drop here. I got to go to the premiere of that film. And when that moment happened, the roars around the cinema to oh, that really? was just brilliant. And you could look around and you could see the cast just kind of dying in their seats at like just how cringy it was. But oh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so that's my number five. Five,
1: number five. Uh, my number four, let's switch the tune and the tone. Um, Reservoir Dogs, Mr. Wyatt. And the police officer.
0: Steelers will stuck in the middle of you.
1: You're one of your favourites, isn't it? Really? One of my what least favourite records ever made. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, like, because Reservoir Dogs was one of my original favourite movies. Um, I think I was fifteen, fourteen when it came out, and was blown away by it. Blown away by the soundtrack, including that song. And then, like you know, I spent you know my early late teens, um, the early part of my late teens, like seventeen, eighteen, in jumping jacks where they would play that and everyone would dance to it. And I hate, I, I didn't know what I was doing in jumping jacks. I hated myself for it. Um, and that would be played and it just ruined it for me. So I sort of understand where you're coming from on that, mate. Uh, but going back to the scene, so uh, to set the scene, I'm sure most of our listeners now have uh, watched Reservoir Dogs. It's an epic movie. I'm gonna watch it with Molly soon, I believe. She's over there in the corner. Nobody puts Baby in the corner. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna ruin a scene for you, so don't listen, sweetheart. Um, so basically, um, she's na- she's gonna run. Where are you going out the room? Sorry, Molly. Um, so I'm gonna watch it with her. Just give her a chance to get out of the room. Only be a minute, sweetie. Okay. Um, right. So basically, um, Mr. White has captured a cop from a uh, from the drug bust that um, from the diamond heist that's gone wrong, and uh, he decides he wants to find out from this cop who has ratted him and his team out and the cop uh, is tied to the show he's already been beaten up pretty badly and um, the cop says look you can talk to me all you want I I don't know anything and that's when Mr White says talk to you that's a good idea Michael Madsen as well looking like one of the coolest
0: people on the planet at that point as well
1: oh my god yeah I mean like yeah that's like maxing out on the cool scale Mm. right there's like there are there are equally as cool characters as Mr. White pre psycho. Um, but th- no one can beat Mr. White for coolness, you know what 100%. I mean? Like, he, he is so fucking cool. The whole thing, like every every scene he's in that film is just is just incredible. Even when he's leaning against the pole with his cup of soda, looking just, just over the top of his shades, it's just it's incredible. Anyway, so he puts on Steelers Wheel on the radio and, and basically whips out his switchblade pocket knife probably i think it was the one you had when you were a kid mate
0: ain't it um ain't it a cutthroat razor
1: oh it's a cutthroat razor sorry beg your and um he basically starts dancing around uh to steal his will while sort of like getting ready to torture this guy and it's it's funny like his moves are quite cool but it's also menacing and unnerving and sickening at the same point and like he takes a a few slashes at his face doesn't Mm. he Um, and I just think the whole scene like I think the dance in it is done in this like it's just black comedy in a way yeah I mean it
0: it is comedy but it's also sinister and and fucking terrifying so sinister
1: yeah yeah I think it's black comedy potentially to the audience Mm. but it the reality is it's sinister and that he's a He's a very damaged individual, mm. Mr. White. Um, he has his—he has—he he has his own code. His code is beyond what normal human beings would think. And then he goes to work hacking the guy's ear off. And incidentally, you never see the ear be cut off.
0: But you then see him hold the ear and talk into it, which is really, really um, horrible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my uh, number four: nice and somber.
0: what you got? um so i'm going to go um uh i'm just trying to find the 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 actress before i um uh right okay so uh, it's a kind of um loose lo- 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 it's not really a film but it's i'd, I'd say it's a film style uh, and i'm going to go for a scene uh from uh, american horror story uh oh, okay. and and jessica lang's character so you're no, i guess so, so you're yeah cheating. i guess so All right, okay. and uh and so it's it's from the um the series asylum which i told you about the other mm. day which i th- i mm. think you would absolutely yeah no, honestly absolutely it's, love it. it's
1: now queued up to watch it's queued up to watch
0: and uh and and there's just a scene uh in in the asylum uh very kind of uh uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest in its kind of appearance and then one of the patients just puts a record on. It's Jessica Lang actually puts the the record on. And uh and she puts on Shirley Ellis's track, The Name Game. Uh which right. I don't know if you know that record. You, you may well know if it comes on. And uh and then she just turns round and then the whole asylum just goes into this huge dance and it's Apps. It makes no sense within the context of how that show had panned out to this point. Yeah, and it just just took it somewhere else, and it's just incredible, absolutely incredible. So the, the fact you haven't seen it, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I know it's a huge show, so I reckon plenty of our listeners would have seen it. Um, but they they've, they've done that several times where they um, break into song uh, um, in in that series, uh, maybe like once a series, I think. But that was the first one that I can recall. And it's a great record. And Jessica Lang is just so cool when she's singing it. And, uh, yeah, Sarah Paulson's, like, dancing around. It's, it's just amazing. And uh, it's on YouTube. Just, if you don't want to watch, you know, American Horror Story, just put Name Game, uh, yeah, into YouTube and watch it, because it's, it's glorious. So, yeah.
1: Nice. Look forward to watching that, mate. Look forward to watching.
0: I so, where are you on? Three? Three. Okay.
1: Number three. Number three is responsible for why I'm such a cool dude in nightclubs. So, my whole dance aesthetic and style was based off a, a five-second scene in a movie, and it was a little skank that someone does, a little shuffle. Not a shuffle, more of a skank. Um, and I was asphyxia. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw it first time I watched I think it was with Pip. Was it with Pip? No, it were not I can't remember who it was with. And uh, it's Requiem for a day, Dream. So the darkest movie... The darkest Sorry, acts, dude. The way you
0: queued that was. up, I really thought you was going to go for that five-second shuffle Jean-Claude Van Damme does.
1: Oh, what? In a kit <laughs> That's where I thought you was going. <laughs> <laughs> when he's drunk. Um... Uh, yeah, and basically in it, I think it is it Marlon Wayans in that one. Not I it's not Damien Wayans. It's Marlon. Yeah, Wayans. yeah. And it's an incredible movie. And in it, at one point, all he does is almost he's listening to some music. they I think they're quite high, and he just sort of dips down and he sort of like just bounces quite low in a crouch on his knees, and it just looks so fucking cool, and it looked dynamic and just just like the trendiest thing ever I'd ever seen. And I just started doing that, and I couldn't help it. I couldn't help myself. I can't. I literally. I I know that by about. I remember at about thirty five. I tried it, and my knees were like. Mmm, Sorry.
0: <clears throat> I could think of nothing. More unpleasant than a thirty five year old man basically slut dropping, uh, in yeah. in jumping jacks.
1: It was my version of slut drop, and I like. The thing is, I've done that for since I was, I'd say, twenty-one, and and I had the confidence of like I, I thought I was the bollocks, and I think that confidence drew girls. Oh, oh sorry. Like, I didn't so, so that dance really. have
0: actually like pulled women into you as well.
1: It got me laid. Wow. I, I, I basically, I'd say that's a foundation. Jesus. Of sex. A lot of. Se- like, and, what? Just
0: and, the primal, primal movement that you was doing.
1: Just the, pr- just the movement. I think that was the foundation, and I learnt moves. I learnt moves around. Okay. It. Oh, were
0: well, they all equally as raw and, and and you know baiting for women?
1: Oh, I was, I was a good dancer. Now I can't dance for shit. And my girlfriend just, whenever we start dancing, she's like, oh, that. I mean, that's basically the noise she makes. And I think that says more than a thousand words. At what age
0: me. are you meant to stop dancing?
1: I don't know what you know the prop you know. The, I tell you the fundamental problem, shoe. You can't stop dancing. Like when we used to do the club nights and that, you can do a little bit of duck because I'd get a bit wavy, and I could do a bit of dancing there. But like when you're out in clubs, when you're that, da- when you're young, between excuse me, it's my phone. Um, when you're between sort of like seventeen to fucking thirty, you're out a lot, dancing a lot. And then actually, I remember coming back at like 33, 34, trying to dance, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I, I, j- mm. I just feel like, I feel like an absolute imposter. But also, I look back now, and I think, fucking hell, the confidence in me to, to dance like that is just ridiculous. Mm. Um, and so there we go. Long, long-winded story for a 10-second move by Marlon Wines. But if you want to see what I'm talking about, he's in a flat with um, that an- handsome bastard, um, Jared Leto. Mm. I think they're high, and he does a little sort of like skank, skanky slut drop. Chris Glasson, 1998 to 2010.
0: Mm. Um, What's number uh, I'm going to go for the closing dance scene in Greece.
1: Ah, um, oh, what a lovely, yeah. As nice. soon
0: as it's like, oh, what, babaloo, what, bamboo, and that whole, we go together, like, that, 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 mm. from there on. It's just this huge routine. I, I'm, I'm presuming that everybody's seen Greece a lot. <clears throat> and I just think it's great. Like San-
1: That wasn't choreographed either. Like, that, I mean, that's guesswork. Just, just- um,
0: uh, and, yeah, Sandy's uh, obviously looking like uh, Sexy Sandy. She's made the transition um, from um, really, really bland, unsexy Sandy that obviously still looked ridiculously sexy because uh, it was mm. a living Newton-John. <clears throat> Um yeah, uh Zuko's ditched the lever for the cardigan, the Rydell cardigan, he's looking super slick in that. Uh yeah, Rizzo and Kanicki, you know, they they they've got it back together. And yeah, everything's great. And so what better way to finish it than a massive dance routine in a fairground? And uh, that culminates um with them getting in the coolest car ever, getting in Grease Lightning, and then driving off into the air.
1: Oh, man, it's it's, it's wonderful. Uh, the lyrics to that song as mm. well. It's such an uplifting yeah. song. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a phenomenal routine. And uh, the birth of the wet-look legging was there. To be honest with you, she, I mean, she did look incredible in those leggings. I don't think the first time I watched that, I, I, I actually noticed anything happening other than Sandy's trousers. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, my God, she looks so hot yeah. in those trousers. Um, she did, she looked incredible but yeah, it's, it's great and I just love that we will always yeah. be together it's so cute it's such a lovely and, and
0: and that, kind of, my, my next one um, is very, in a very similar vein to that but go on, your number two, Christopher um, <coughs> right, I
1: was I, I was going to do another Tarantino movie but I'm not going to because I've already done one so I'm going to replace that or something that some of you would be like, oh, you can't talk about him anymore. But it was a movie. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Mm-hmm. sugar the dow
0: Yeah. What?
1: Because it was just, that was that was one of his movies. Oh, right.
0: What, what word did you just say then?
1: shaka chick chow Oh, right, okay. Is that like okay, a, a modern
0: twist it. on Shamal?
1: He did a lot of different... He did Shamal, but I think he did a lot oh, of different. Oh, okay, right. He? Maybe he yeah. did. Yeah maybe he didn't it's I mean I like that one it's I thought it was
0: bit of, quite queen <laughs> for people that aren't patrons that can't see that he uh, he actually pulls a move as well as he was doing it it's quite quite impressive wasn't very really good
1: yeah. I'm, I'm not, I you're don't too old to really dance really mate pop committed. I'm too old to dance mm. but I'll be honest with you I never used to do that in clubs yeah. I never had the guts to try Michael Jackson no that's an ambitious that's move that is that's too that's yeah. too much for me mate Moonwalker fuck me that scene in the underground club with all the gangsters, A, it's cool as shit. Is that Smooth shit. Criminal? It's Smooth Criminal. A, it's it's cool as shit. Smooth Criminal's... Oh, maybe my... Oh, it's right up there for me. Uh, well, as a youngster, it was one of my favourite uh, Michael Jackson. It, it moved down a bit as i listened to his back catalogue more and more. But, uh oh my God, that dance scene in that club is fucking something else, man. It was just so good. Yeah,
0: I mean... Whatever you question about Michael Jackson, you cannot question his dancing capabilities because they were just different level. I mean smooth criminals the one where they do the lean, isn't it yeah and and if you can wa- I think I've watched like a kind of behind the scenes thing there the kind of shoes mm. that they wore that that enabled yeah. them to to lean like yeah. that
1: so wedged, yeah. wedged into a little bolt in the yeah, floor. so
0: cool, like what a genius dance routine, yeah, great shirt.
1: Oh yeah, I, I, you know. Hopefully, you guys have seen it. I don't know now if you ever watch it or not, but um, back then, as a kid, watching that was just, just, at, just an absolute mind blower yeah. of a uh, dance dance routine. I understand there's another huge one that he did, uh, mo- mo- almost movie. Yes, but Moonwalker was bigger. It was a lot it was a, a longer running movie, I think, than uh, the other one. I don't know if that's your number one, but
0: uh, no. What are you? Are you are you, gonna, right. are you talking about? Michael Jackson, still.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, no, I didn't even think of that. I mean, yeah, that's that's incredible. Thriller, of course. Thriller. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not really a movie. No, so. no. cheating there. I'm I'm almost crowbaring Moonwalker really yeah. from uh, another pulp. Fi- um, well, there we go. Yeah. Nearly oh well, up. we were, no, I,
0: I haven't got that. Like I I, I, okay. I presumed like you might have that, so I, I swerved the which we. Oh, we, what pop fiction? Yeah, yeah. I presume yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. you know. uh but no, um, what I've gone um, a lot of mine are closing and opening scenes. So the, the last one was from mm. Greece, closing scene. Uh, my next one is a closing scene from um, uh, Bugsy Malone. Um,
1: yeah, I, mean, I figured you might do that.
0: Just the, the moment when <coughs> the the uh, the splurge gun fight is just you know just getting out of hand, uh, and then bang, the guy's head hits the piano, and you just get a bong ding 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 and then they just start at half time singing we could have been anything that we wanted to be, and then mm-hmm. both the gangs start to kind of relent and uh and then it culminates with you know the the greatest the greatest um closing song in a film ever you give a little love and it all comes back to you. Uh, and where they're all just embracing, and all with their arms around each other, and it's just an absolutely perfect end uh, to a wonderful film.
1: Yeah, it's a lovely film. Great movie. Good shout, mate. Mm. Good shout. Um, My number one? Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) Nice. Closing scene to that. Good shout. Yeah, I just think and um, the fact that for like the last like 20 minutes of that film you keep just like they keep going to napoleon and he's like just in his room and all you can hear him doing He's like working out or whatever you don't know quite what he's doing but he's found some dance tape and he. And then uh and then it comes to his like the end of school show and it's the climax of it and, and he's known as a bit of a loser napoleon he obviously gets bullied a lot and stuff like that and he's a fucking oddball and he goes up and then he puts it on and it's Canned Heat from Cry, which I kind of wish it was a different song, I, I, I won't lie. Um, but th- that doesn't take away from the dance fucking routine that he then puts yep. on. It is fucking, it's just out of control. It's so good. It's good, bad. Yeah. Um, And it goes on for quite a while. And uh, then like when he finishes, the crowd are silent and you think, Okay, that makes sense because it's uh, Napoleon Dynamite, right? It, it tends to not always be like perfect for him, and then they just blow up and just start screaming and clapping, and uh, and it's 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 just the It's a real good feel-good thing, and then like they have that like closing montage of like Deb's and uh, his little mate. Um, um, oh, was it for President uh, Pedro? Yeah. Is it Pedro? Yeah. Um, for president, and I think what's the last song? Is it? Uh, is it? Um, Simple Minds. I don't know. I can't remember what the closing song is for that uh, for that film. But yeah, that dance routine is fucking is, is absolutely incredible, and uh, yeah, deserves its spot. Great shout how about you um
0: couple of honorable mentions um you just mentioned simple minds there i'm going to go breakfast club um ah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, could not get any more iconic 80s dancing as molly ringwald's uh, in, in, <laughs> in that um also uh twist and shout in ferris bueller um great dance scene great show. um yeah and maybe the opening scene in the 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 uh the one of the recent Muppet films um well, it was absolutely marvellous. Mm. Um, but I'm going to go for an opening scene uh, in uh, an incredible film uh, and I'm going to go for Rosie Perez singing, uh, dancing uh, in a pair of shorts, boxing shorts and boxing gloves uh, to fight the power at the beginning of uh, Do the Right Thing <laughs> because that Amazing. was just everything I wanted. It was like, at that point, <laughs> coolest director on the planet and then it was yeah. like public enemy without a shadow of a doubt were the coolest band on the planet at that point point. one of their greatest songs ever rosie perez you know famous she was famously um one of the um uh uh thingy dancers from um oh god uh soul train she was one of the soul train dancers um and he's just one of the sexiest women that's ever lived Uh, And if you throw all that in the pot, you've just got that anger and groove of fight the power, the slickness of, uh, you know, of, of, um, uh, oh, God, um, what's the director's name? Uh, uh, Spike Spike Lee. Lee. Uh, And yeah, and you've just got Rosie Perez dressed as a boxer, just dancing so cool. And it's like, yeah, that's how you start a film.
1: How many
0: times have you torn yourself off for that, mate? Too many. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.